We are in episode number 78, the easiest and fastest way to lose weight. Welcome everybody to another episode here in Body and My Transformation by Custom Body Fitness. This is your health coach Sandro Torres and today I'm going to share with you a talk by Ana Clarissa Norris. She's the owner of Tiny Chef Creations and we did a seminar about losing weight permanently and I got many speakers talking about the importance of different things, such as a pain, how to, how to manage pain, about a doctor who talked about medication, how that contribute to weight gain, and how meats actually contribute to gain weight. Gain weight. So I have another tra- oh, another trainers talking about sugar consumption and so on. Clarissa talks about the importance of cooking, why you should be cooking, and she also shares with you a recipe here. Hopefully, you can follow the recipe here in this talk. If you can't, if you can follow it and wants to see visuals, you can always click the link here in the show notes. You can find the link that is going to take you straight to the video in YouTube. Otherwise, um, you can listen to the instructions in this talk and hopefully you can follow it. But this is great information. So hopefully you get cooking, you get healthier and you start losing weight. So without further introduction, let's listen to the talk. At CBF, we know that for you to change your body, you need to change your mind. Exercise and eating healthy is only part of the plan. We care about our members as we care about our family because our members become our family. It is not about competition, but support. It is not about being the strongest or the fastest, but about you defeating your negative self. It is about working together and making the task challenging and have fun. By the end, what matters is not how hard the session was, but that you take control of your mind so you can take control of your body. My name is Sandro Torres, and I'm happy you are part of our family. Welcome to Custom Body Fitness. Good. Are you guys sore from working out? Because I started working out with Sandra like three weeks ago. And this whole thing that we're doing this week, oh my God. You know how Sarah always says like, don't do your work, don't do this, and don't do this, and she tells you what not to do. I always joke with her and tell her that I'm the most uncoordinated worker-outer ever because I look at like that, but just not as cute as what she looks like doing it. So... But I wanted to share with you a little bit more about myself. Um, I'm the baby of five. I have three older sisters and one older brother. And so at a really young age, I saw, you know, everybody being pretty independent. Um, My oldest sister is 45 years old, so there's a really big gap in between us. Um, My brother, my mom says, my brother was the prize and I was the surprise. (laughs) So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um, so 
I was really independent at a young age. You know, I'd wake up in the morning, I'd make myself cereal, get myself dressed. Sometimes my mom wouldn't even be up and I'd be out the door to school. And, but the one thing I noticed is that I'd get to school and I'd be hungry, like as soon as the bell rang. And so I'm like, well, it's probably because I'm eating Frosted Flakes for breakfast. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna learn how to cook. So first thing I learned how to cook was eggs. So I'd make myself two eggs and toast every morning. I learned from Alton Brown. And um, my dad actually, I'd start making him breakfast, but he would make this awesome bologna and cheese sandwich that I love. And like now I think about it, I'm like, ew, I ate bologna like all the time. Why would I do that to myself? But um, so since I began to cook, I started to be more mindful of what I was putting into my body. And my mom would usually make dinner, which was basically fish sticks from a box and some applesauce. And so I was like, whoa, that's not really cooking. And so I started looking at the box and I'm like, what's sodium benzoate? And so my mom's like, oh, it's to keep it fresh. And I'm like, well, why, am, why do you have to add something to keep the food fresh? Like, you, you shouldn't do that. You should just be eating fresh food. So I took it upon myself to just start reading cookbooks and educating myself. I know a lot of people say like, oh, you can't really learn to cook from watching TV, but Alton Brown does a really good job. Like, he has little models of the scientific things that go on when you cook. So I learned a lot from him. When I first started cooking, I w it was in middle school, I started taking a cooking class and that's where I learned the importance of cooking and I started learning about processed foods and I realized, well, that is exactly what my mom is feeding me. So <laughs> around that time, I like took it upon myself to start cooking for my family and at the time, it's like five or six people that I was cooking for every night at like 13 years old. And um, I would make shopping lists for my dad and be like, okay, we need to go to the store. And he'd drop me off, give me his card, and I'd shop for my entire family. And I thought it was really empowering because I had my dad's credit card. <laughs> but um, the, yes, so the single most important thing that I learned through that, through cooking and through going to my cooking class in school is how important cooking was. And so our American society has slowly started to abandon our kitchens and to allow the food industry to pretty much make it for us, right? And the more widely available processed foods are, the more people start to rely on it, kind of like enabling, right? So uh, we now live in a culture where we watch more cooking on TV than spend actually cooking. And today's chefs are as famous as actors and singers. And so like I said, you're, you're filming this right now? Yeah. Food Network star is gonna call me. <laughs> so I feel like cooking is something that a lot of people kind of take for granted now. And so let me ask you guys a question. How many of you guys like to cook? <laughs> well, that's good, okay. <laughs> well, anthropologists say that cooking is a defining human activity. Let's think, let's, let me just repeat that. Cooking is a defining human activity. It's what separates us from every other mammal on this planet. I think that is so fascinating. And so there's a food hypothesis which says the advent of food altered the course of human evolution. So 
when we began to cook, it allowed our bodies to process it more easily. And we were, cre we were creating food which was more calorically dense, which allowed our brains to grow. And think about it, animals chew for like six hours a day. Think of like a little panda munching on bamboo shoots or like a cow grazing on grass. So being able to cook freed up a lot of time in our day, which allowed us to, you know, start creating a culture, start, you know, um, having conversations at a, at a the, probably the floor, they probably didn't have tables back then, but, um, you know, talking about things, talking about food, you know, learning how to communicate with, um, with one another. And all of this was centered around the fact that we can cook. And so the importance of cooking not only goes back to, you know, like religious roles of like uh, sacrificial ritual of like uh, blessing an animal and slaughtering it and then eating it, but also the scientific factor of it is that even our gut microbiome changed from the fact that we now cook food. Um, so, and, and the science behind it all also, it's like, the fermentation factor of food, you know, kimchi, the process of baking bread, um, stuff like that. So there's so much more to cooking than, you know, who's gonna be the next winner on Top Chef or what recipe you have this week in your blue apron box. Um, cooking not only transformed us as a species, but it also our cultures. Um, I believe that our society today has not only lost their sense of direction in the kitchen, but the, you know, they kind of lost their sense of self. We think that a simple pill is going to fix my inflammation, or these magic diets will all of a sudden make me lose weight. The one thing that anybody needs to change is just to cook, just to cook your food. See what's going in your body. Seeing it change from this fresh snow pea on our table to you know a sauteed delicacy with no salt salt and some pepper on it it's mm -hmm. delicious <laughs> there's <clears throat> there's nothing more gratifying than creating a meal and waiting for it to be finished watching your family be like oh my god i'm so hungry and pulling it out of the oven and then serving it to your family and having watching them take that first bite and like going, oh, it tastes so good. Like, that's my favorite part. And to me, like, that's the, my favorite part and the most important part of the whole thing. Um, so the importance in, of cooking could be different for everybody. But to me, the importance of cooking comes from the fact that this is a really good line, everybody. I'm really excited to say this for you. So the importance of cooking for me comes from the fact that when we learned to cook is when we became truly human. And I will put on my gloves so we can start. Have you guys like worked with tofu before? Have you guys, no? Yes, chefy. Um, okay, well, the, so I like to use for anything like if you're gonna bake tofu or saute it, I like to use extra firm, um, obviously because it's extra firm and it's not gonna fall apart on you. Um, 
And did you know that America, like the United States, produces over half the amount of soybeans for the world? Isn't that kind of cool? I think that's pretty cool. Okay. You're always going to want to press your tofu because it like, is sitting in water the whole time. So you're going to want to take it out. Take it out. And then you're going to want to wrap it in a couple layers of paper towels or um, flour cloths. You can get flour cloths at Walmart for like five for five dollars. And they're amazing. You can line them in bread baskets. You can um, use them to like cover your bread when it's rising if you guys want to make bread. But so you're going to want to wrap it. So a couple layers of paper towels. And you can easily just do it on a plate. And you're going to want to press it. And for me, I always fill up my tea kettle <laughs> and do that. But sometimes I like to get fancy pants. And I put a, a colander in a big bowl and put that in there. Use my tea kettle trick again. Boom. And then press it. Because most of the time, you get like a collection of water underneath here. And you kind of have to dump it every so often. Um, so this kind of just, just kind of helps. And I don't have a lot of plates. I live in a tiny home, so these are useful. Um, but so normally you're going to want to press your tofu for like 30 minutes at least um, to get all the water out. Yes, is it on? Yay. Okay. Cool. So we're going to learn how to dry fry tofu. And it's the most magical thing in the world, and it's also the most easiest thing you could do to tofu, which allows it to get a really nice crust on it. So you're going to want to get your pan really, really, really nice and hot. You don't want to um, put any oil in there or water. It's obviously a dry fry. Um, and you don't want to like put it in there. Oh, it's actually hot enough. I was going to say you don't want to put it in there and you're not going to hear anything, but it's hot enough now. So, so I simply do a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper. In this case, I used a little bit of the no salt because we're going to put some liquid aminos. I'm going to show you how to make a little dressing. Um, and so you don't want it to be too salty. So when you put it in the pan, you want to hear this. Just like that. It's going to start to cool the pan down. So I'm going to turn it up. Okay, so, and then you just leave it. Leave it for a little bit to kind of let the temperature of your pan come up a little bit because it always drops when you put something cold in there. Um, and then I'll tell you what to do next and you'll end up hearing what I told you about the lobster sounds. It's actually kind of cool. So while this is going, you always want to, when you cook, you always want to be doing two things at once. You don't want to just want to stand here and like watch your tofu because that's pretty damn boring. <laughs> Um, so I have, you guys have, should have a recipe in front of you, and this is my go-to quick, easy um, saute sauce. Um, I use rice wine vinegar, mirin, and liquid aminos. If you guys haven't had this, this is replace your soy sauce in your pantry with this. It's amazing. It has 16 out of the 20 um, amino acids that your body needs right here. And amino acids is what like helps build your muscles. Um, and we all need that because we're working out with Sandra and we're getting, we're getting buff, you know? 
Okay. <laughs> so in there, it has the measurements. It's like one-fourth cup of mirin, one-fourth cup of rice wine vinegar. So I have it all mise en place right here. Super easy, quick. Throw it in a mason jar. Mason jars are your best friend. Throw it all in there. And then for the spice, I like to use gochujang. It's just a hot, sweet chili sauce. If you put this in anything and it will completely awaken your dish. It's not, it's spicy, but it's not like that jalapeno spicy where you're like, ah, you know, it's like a very warm, spicy, it, and it doesn't really get any more intense. So I like to use a little bit more, you know, you just wanna kinda break it up. I think in there I didn't add garlic into my thing, but you can always add some garlic, some ginger if you want in here. And I didn't plan on stirring it with a fork, but I did anyway, so then you just shake it up. Okay, it's done, boom. That was easy. And then, so now that our tofu's going, you wanna press it so it does this. You hear how it goes? <laughs> <laughs> so you're supposed to let it fry for fry for like three to four minutes on each side because you want it to get a nice crust so it kind of looks like that. Let's see if these are ready yet. I don't think has it been three to four minutes. What do you guys think? I don't think it's been three to four minutes. It could go a little longer. Let's let it go a little longer. Um so I wrote down these really fun facts of liquid aminos and some tofu for you guys. Um, obviously, liquid aminos doesn't contain wheat, so it's gluten-free. And it's also not fermented. So people who are like, I can't have alcohol, this is for them. Um, obviously, it's made from soybeans. And um, let's see. Let's, I have so many facts about tofu. I got really nerdy with looking up all these fun facts about tofu. Um, Henry Ford actually developed plastic from soybeans and used it starting in 1935 to do the frames for his cars. Isn't that cool? I think that's pretty cool. Okay, I think that bought me a little bit of time. All right, so again, you just flip it, do the same thing. Nonstick pans are your best friend. A lot of people don't like this copper pan. They say like, oh, it's not good. I like it. It works. Well, it does really well for me, actually. So it's pretty cool. So sometimes the tofu like actually like bounces in here because of all like the, it steams and it like moves around the pan a little bit. So it's kind of cool. Isn't that so satisfying? Yes. Mirin is like a sweet rice season, season seasoning. Um, it contains a little bit of alcohol, like 8%. Um, I mean, you don't want to get drunk off this, obviously. <laughs> but, hmm? Yeah, next to the, yep, yeah, right next to the rice vinegar. I love it. Super yummy. <laughs> that actually would probably make a really yummy drink. You put some mirin in there. I don't know. Maybe I'm being a little bit too cray-cray. Um, okay, so let's let these bad boys kind of sit here. But also, so like,
These can sit here and keep frying and you don't really have to move them. I'm just kind of moving them out of the way. Uh, let's add some onions in there. Um, and some mushies. Let's do some mushies too. I'm just kind of let those hang out. It's taking a little bit longer than I expected, just saying. <laughs> uh, what else can I tell you fun facts about tofu? It's one of the oldest foods in the entire world. It's actually very ancient. Um, and it's kind of like tofu is to soy milk as milk is to cheese. Isn't that kind of cool? I like that saying. Um, so they, there's a couple, so like, I was just talking to Blair about this. So when I was reading, I learned that tofu is made with soy milk and a little bit of a coagulant and then it makes curds and then those curds are kind of pressed down into the little blocks. Um, but you were saying something different. That you could find sprouted tofu, which is, oh, yes. <laughs> so I've only seen it at Vitamin um, Cottage or Natural Groceries, but you can get sprouted soybean tofu. So essentially what they do is, instead of just using the soybean as it is, it, they sprout it first. And so when you're eating a live food, like sprouted grains or sprouted you know, anything, it actually has more nutrient density and your stomach and everything can break it down over here. So it's easier digested and you're absorbing even more nutrients. Uh, regular tofu is great too, but the sprouted stuff is just a little extra on the enzymes. A little extra extra. So we're going to add in our, add in our snow peas, snap peas. I love these things. They're so good. Kind of let those sit in there. Um, did, did you know that when ladies are in their menopause time, so when you're in your menopause time, um, your estrogen just kind of goes like that. And tofu actually has phyto, phytoestrogens. And which actually can alleviate some of the symptoms of menopause. I thought that was kind of kind of fancy. Um, also, it helps flush out toxins. So it's and it's also really good for your gut. Um, and it helps um, uh, it helps you lose weight because it helps. Um, how do I say this? It helps you like shed water and um, prevents bloating. I thought that was kind of fancy. I feel like I need to eat tofu every day. <laughs> okay, so now these are all nice. The onions are starting to become a little bit translucent. The um, mushrooms are starting to get nice and brown, starting to shrink a little bit. The, the snow peas, like I like to put in my liquid right now. So do you see the color difference of like how green this guy is versus how light this guy is? Um, so that's when I like to add my liquid and my tofu is nice and browned on both sides so we're going to add a little bit of this gloriousness brought her just a little bit you don't need a lot of it let's throw in some garlic in there just because i have it mise en place from yesterday let's throw that in there too so how long this is what been like 10 minutes Just think about it. Your dinner can be made in 10 minutes because it's done. 
And Sarah, can you bring me a plate, please? Yes. And I have plenty of this for everybody if you guys want to like come and make it, if you want me to make it for you. I figured you guys would be a little bit hungry. Um, I could turn this down a little bit. Let's add a little bit more of this because tofu absorbs every flavor that you put onto it. So like right now, it like nicely got absorbed in already. It goes, does that. So this is going to be very flavorful. You guys can do this, right? Dry fry tofu, it's not that, not that hard, right? I know, it looks so yummy. Who wants to eat? Yes? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and tofu, soy, so tofu is made from soybeans and soybeans are the only vegetable that contains a complete protein, like meat. Isn't that fascinating? I think, I get really nerdy when I talk about food. So you guys are like, yeah, it's cool. I'm like, it's so cool. So. <laughs> and, that, and that's it, that's, that's all I have for you guys. Who's hungry? It smells good, doesn't it? <laughs> Who wants to eat first? Don't all jump up at once. <laughs> well, I'm just going to continue making this. If any, I have plenty of tofu for everyone. Um, and there's forks and knives and spoons. So there you have it. Anna Clarissa did a a funny talk but a very interesting talk about why you should be cooking how what I like about this talk is most likely how did she start her talk about her life many of us just grew up with the habits that our family have and the way they teach you how to eat and what should be eating and things like that and we just follow those things without questioning and we just eat those things but we don't know how that is affecting our weight gain and is affecting our health Anna Clarissa found out that she was eating processed foods and that if she she once she started reading the ingredients then she find out that there was a lot of chemicals and the best thing she could do to take care of her health and take care of her life is start cooking. So that's the biggest message right here. Start cooking to be able to lose weight. That's the easiest and fastest way to lose weight. So that's my summary right there. Hopefully you like this conversation please share it with people who wants who needs to listen this think about your mother think about your father think about your brother your sister your son your daughter think about your neighbor whoever needs this conversation this talk please share it and that's it for today as you already know please stay mentally and physically healthy and close to god and i'm looking forward for the next episode <laughs>